Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is, of course, Alex. Today we're talking about uh, road tripping and driving on the German Autobahn and those experiences that we've had on those very fast roads. Yes, those famous German Autobahn. You know, you guys hear about it. Uh, you can do a thousand miles per hour and nobody cares. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about that and uh, kind of, you know, bring it all down back to earth, you know, all these myths about it. And also talk about what it's like to drive around Germany in general. Let's go. Put it into gear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And welcome back, everybody. It is episode 95. Now, uh, a lot, unfortunately, has happened in uh, in the intervening times the last time we talked with you guys. Yes. Uh, of course, we're referring to the goddamn Russian invasion of Ukraine. So, yeah, that we're about a week into that right now. Um, yeah, and there's not really so much you can say to really add to the situation. I mean, it's just this fucking... Uh, sorry. Uh, obviously, it gets me annoyed when I talk about it. Um, it's, just, it's just this really just horrible thing that's happening for no reason. And, uh, you know, people are suffering and dying just... just because for Putin's ego, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 um it's pretty terrible, and it has it has been incredible seeing the world coming together and and uh, and protesting and being on Ukraine's side. Uh, just last week, there was five hundred thousand protesters gathered on Sunday. On Sunday, I, I was there. I mean, my yeah. girlfriend went um to Unter den Linden, which is kind of like the main kind of touristy avenue down the center of Berlin that that leads to the Brandenburg Gate. And uh, we weren't expecting. I mean, we we knew there was going to be a demonstration, not not that's just a, that we, size, we heard, yeah, yeah, proportions. And um, we walked down the street, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And one of the amazing things was, like, it seems like every other third person was Ukrainian. You just heard Ukrainian being spoken everywhere, mm-hmm. Ukrainian flags everywhere. And um, yeah, by by our by like one or two hours into it, I looked around. I didn't know it was five hundred thousand, but I was like, wow, this is this is massive. I mean the you just you could not even walk a step without hitting somebody. I mean, it was just yeah. it was insane how many people. And it was, it was great to see the support. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Berlin today just started gathering. I mean, today is what? Uh, what is today? Today is March second. Second. Yes. We're recording this, and Berlin just received some of their first refugees from Ukraine. It's really cool that my school, the kindergarten I work at, did a little donation drive, and we gathered an incredible amount of clothing and food and hygiene products, yeah. sanitary products, diapers, and it's being all shipped to the Polish border for the refugees coming into Poland. Yeah, my girlfriend told me, she showed me a picture of all these bags you guys had laid out in the garden in the hallways, and she said it was organized by, okay, here's clothing for age one to three, and here's yep. clothing for teenagers, here's clothing for adults. So I, I encourage anybody who, who can, who has the means to, to please you know, uh, fi- find the right organization, do a little research, because there are a lot out there. Uh, do a donation, uh, send over any clothes, things you need, th- things, anything that you have uh, that you don't need yeah, everything, to help. Everything helps. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I can say is that I'm freaking proud of the Ukrainian people. I 100%. Mean, they have shown a level of bravery that I didn't know was possible. Like, yeah. basically, uh, every able-bodied person is is joining in the fight. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's insane to see that, you know, that they're like, nope, this is our home and you're not going to take it. You know, uh, I mean, it's 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 really insane to see because, again, it's, it's one thing to say, oh, I would do that, too. But 
they're in that situation right. and actually stepping up um, um, really uh, sucks in a situation they have to, but it's pretty incredible seeing the will of the people. Um, yeah. 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 And saying, uh, yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, I think it was back in 2013, I visited the Ukraine right? Yeah, uh, for a couple of weeks, had an amazing time, um, did um, um, Kiev, which I'm now learning. I was saying incorrectly for a long time. Apparently it's uh, Kiev. Oh, uh, Kiev, I think I'm saying oh, it was Kiev too. Oh, yeah, Kiev. Um, so uh, Kiev and uh, Lviv and Odessa, and then of course I went to the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Um, but all, yeah, all I remember is just God how freaking nice everyone was, even when they couldn't speak English, when they just saw me looking insanely lost on the street corners, like almost every time somebody stopped, and in Ukrainian, you know pointed me in the right direction and read the address and walked or then walked with me to the place because they saw they couldn't really explain it to me. Um, everyone was so friendly. Everyone I met, um, I remember I took a, a night train from Kiev, from the capital to uh, Lviv and was just in the car with a random guy. And in the morning when we woke up and we we're about an hour outside of Lviv, uh, was talking to me and apparently he was this big executive in this, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the company, but it was, it was a big corporate company that if, if I told you the name, you'd know it. It was like the Ukrainian branch of that company okay talked to him for just maybe an hour super nice and as we're rolling into Lviv he gave me his business card and was like hey if you can't find a hotel just come stay with me and my family we, oh, have, wow. we have an extra room amazing just really not I, I I felt bad taking him up on the offer I was like no I'm fine I'll go get a hostel I, I really wish I did but um just just again everybody was just uh, very nice and the the cities were uh were, were beautiful and um yeah I hope everyone I met there is is safe and doing well um, yeah. And that, that's this thing comes to an end. Yeah. Hopefully it comes to an end very soon. Um, I don't know what more we can say. Uh, fuck Putin. Yeah. That's, that's all we can say. Um, yeah. So, um, so that's kind of like the big, the big news of course in Europe. I mean, cause it's just, it's right on our doorstep here mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll try to give you guys, um, a good episode, uh, to kind of lift your spirits, uh, and what's the best way to lift spirits. Other than drinking spirits. That's true. Uh, which we will do eventually, also known as whiskey. So, because, um, you know, if you read the name of our show. We do drink whiskey. You probably guessed that whiskey was involved at some point. Yeah. Yeah. What else can we talk about? Is there any uh, news happening here in Germany or well, Berlin? I do know in a few days, uh, Berlin or Germany actually generally is going to start reducing some COVID restrictions. Uh, all the oh, yeah. Actually, I'll a lot, a lot of them. Basically, the, all the main ones, yeah. Uh, well, leading up to March 20th, on March 20th, they'll get rid of pretty much everything except for masks in shops and in public transportation and everything. Right. From what I understand, uh, I think uh, March 4th, they're, they're going from restaurants and bars being 2G to 3G, meaning unvaccinated people can now go with a negative test. Um, yeah, but it means... Like I no longer need a test to basically like start right. starting on Friday bars, restaurants, cafes. If you're vaccinated on any level, they let you in basically. I guess so. Yeah. 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 yeah like, cause it's not the 2G plus anymore. So you don't need like all these to show all this stuff. So basically it's, it's going to be uh, much easier. Yeah. And then unvaccinated people will be allowed in these establishments again. And from what I understand, Germany actually has to get rid of these rules because uh, there's some laws in place that, you know, the government can't put, you know, restricting rules on its people without a vote. Maybe because the rules were like some sort of, uh, they were like emergency. Right. And you can only do it for a certain amount of time. Emergency emergency de decree or something that yeah, only has like a certain limit on, right. or to, you have to renew it, I guess. or to, to stop, you know, fascism. That's kind of the whole point of it. To not give, you know, the chancellor that much power. So I think they have to end it just based on law. 
but they're doing it. But they're doing it on March twentieth. So uh, things will be open again. I hope that people are still, you know, staying safe as much as they can. Yeah, and the numbers I mean, don't don't rise crazy. Well, um, I mean, the incident rate is still over a thousand. So I know. how can you rise? You're already pretty crazy numbers. But I'll be honest. I've already told you this before. Like I think it's time. I mean, we've been in this pandemic for two years now. Anybody who's not vaccinated by this point is never going to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, There's definitely some interesting um, developments coming up. So I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to be in April and May. I mean, hopefully, you know, summer numbers go down mostly in the summer anyways, as the weather gets warmer. Yeah. I, I, just so, read, I just read an article, though, where the top virologist in Germany said it's not that's not going to happen. Okay. Like, don't expect the numbers just go down because it gets warmer. Uh, I can't remember what the... But he, but he cited other examples where it doesn't happen that way. But uh, Well, I, I guess we'll see. I don't know anymore. I really don't know anymore yeah. with, with this. I, I mean, I'm going to still continue, even if even if, even if it's, there is no rule, to, to wear masks in, you know, publics in, um, yeah. on the train, like, you know, where, where there isn't a lot of ventilation and stuff. And I'm going to continue to be safe, even if I don't have to be, because, you know, I want to be safe. It's, it's a good thing to do, I yeah. think. I mean, being safe is pretty safe. I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. And safe is cool. Safe is cool. Yeah. Same with going to school and not doing drugs. Yes. Kids. <laughs> and by um, the way, if you're a kid, you probably shouldn't be listening to this anyway. So if you're eight years old and by yourself. Turn this off. Turn this off. Not for you. I mean, first tell your parents to subscribe and listen, but then turn it off. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> should we drink whiskey? I, that's what I want to do. Let's do it then. So again, we have uh, another small bottle that was donated to us by Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Um, thank you again, Marcus. Very you cool. absolute ledge. Yes. Um, so this is an Averz PX. And Averz is a German whiskey that I think we've had before. I, I want to say it's from Nuremberg, the Nuremberg area. Could be. So, sounds but, but yeah, sounds we, about right. We, this is our third time having, and we still have never confirmed the pronunciation, but I, I just, it's, it's a really hard, A-Y-R-E-R-S. I mean, like Averz. Ares, Ares. It's it's errors. Really, I think it's really hard to say even for a German because it's it's weird to have like we don't have a lot of Y's in German words. Yeah, and R's are weird too. And is the PX a type of the Ares? Yeah. So so we've had I believe the Ares Red, the Ares yeah. Ruby, and oh. this is the Ares what? PX. PX. So this will be our third error. So we're going down the line. We're going right down the line. Ares. And actually, I want to say that. Every one of our other errors were also donated by fans. Like our, our first whiskey donation was an errors, a small bottle. Um, oh, yeah, true, true. About two years ago. And I think the second one might have been a donation as well. So I, for some reason, people are really throwing us the errors, which I which I like because I we don't have enough German whiskey on the show, I think. True. Well, let's open this up. There's no pop. There's only oh, a, oh, I gotta, a I twist. Gotta... So we got a twist at the same time. Here we go. Wonderful. Well, let's, let's clock it in. Wait, three, two, one. There it is. That was stereo pouring. <laughs> True. Literally stereo. You got that on both headphones. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah. See, it's try sniff. Smells nice. It smells pretty good. Sounds kind of, it smells kind of fruity. Is that just me? No, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up some of that fruit. Probably like a sherry cask. Ooh. Ooh, that was very specific. Oh my God. Specific guy, Jeff. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. A little spicy. Hmm. Maybe even a little bit stronger than our our usual. Not by much, but maybe a few a few percentage uh, yeah. alcohol points more. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Anyways, taking it so far. Let's move on. Let's let's uh, let's, let's px it as we hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get started, of course, gotta always be plugging, right? 
please check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. That's correct. Many say it's the best website out there. I don't know who said it, but we heard it a few times. I mean, I didn't start it, but I'll circulate it. We'll circulate the rumor. Sure. Yeah. And uh, if you want to check out our Instagram, that's at americans.in.germany.com podcast and we post all of our whiskey photos on there a few little extra tidbits uh some stories every once in a while when photos we, that kind when, of accompany the stories we tell on the podcast right always fun we do some stuff when we remember to do it because we're not the best social media we're trying we're trying we're we're, we're, we're old we've gotten better i think anybody who stuck with us in the past two years is we, we, we're definitely upping the content we are we're, we're trying level to. uh and now let's uh start your engines Ooh. get out your uh map quest <laughs> Map, whoa <laughs> ladies and gentlemen he just dated himself map quest yeah right now i remember when he really showing the now, age for any of you who were born you know in the year like the 2000s you used to actually have to type in where you were where you were going print out these directions because you didn't have a smartphone or any phone for yeah. that matter and literally as you're driving i remember like looking over trying to like flip to the next page because i was literally telling you okay but, now turn left now turn right but you gotta remember like before that was just maps so map quest was a godsend Turn by turn oh, directions. Oh, it was, yeah. It was amazing. And then Google Maps came out and just destroyed everything. I mean, GPS Not destroyed really, it. I mean, made it amazing. Well, it destroyed their whole business model. Yeah, but made life amazing. I mean, it's just. I mean, there were those GPS like Garmin that were out for a bit. Yeah, but they're expensive. There's an like, expensive subscription each and month. And you had to like update them. And then I remember um, actually one of my, I think my first smartphone I got had Google Maps turn by turn directions GPS as a beta. And I used that when I was driving my car uh, when I was like 16, and it was incredible. Nice. I was like, my phone, not only is a smartphone, I can do stuff, but also, no, I was probably not 16, I was like 19. And I got put it like on my windshield and have turn by turn directions from my phone without a Garmin. And it was like the most crazy yeah, thing ever. Yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty high level. And now it's standard. Pretty it's standard. That's what we do. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to, again, talk about road trips, talking about the, um, the Autobahn, talking about driving in Germany in general. Now, where we got to start is, first of all, most of you are saying this word incorrectly. It is not Autobahn, okay? Like, not the, like the, the name Otto, O-T-T-O, okay? It is pronounced Autobahn. Yeah, and it's not Autobahn, right? like Autobahn. A lot of people say it with like a D, like an auto, Autobahn. Auto, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Autobahn, yeah. 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 Yeah, Autobahn. It's Autobahn. a bahn for the autos. Yeah, like like when you anytime you have the German letter A and U together, you have to get an ow sound like owie. I cut myself. Just think, think of, <laughs> that's how that's how I used to remember when I first learned German. It's like, like yeah, ouchie, like autobahn. So <laughs> so stop saying it wrong, guys. And also in Germany, the word autobahn refers to a highway in any country, not specifically German roads. Right. So it's pretty true. much another word for highway. And in Germany, it's called the Bundesautobahn. No, the actual German, what, what we refer to as the Autobahn right, in exactly. Germany is called the Bundesautobahn, which refers to the German system. So it's just yeah. like when you're in America and you say the highway or the freeway, it's Autobahn. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we'll give you a little uh, little backstory because history. context is always fun. Context right? is key. I love... Consent is key, but context is I love diving into some context. Now, yes. the German Autobahn, Autobahn, for the most part was built in the mid-1930s. They had started construction earlier after World War I, but construction really um, got going in the in the 30s. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, hard not to mention Hitler because it was one of his big projects was, was yeah. getting the Autobahn going. Um, and, you know, it was one of the... <laughs> That's a sentence. It's hard not to mention Hitler. 
well, <laughs> happens all the time. Well, the thing is, like, you know, it's it's kind of like you know, skirting around the elephant in the room, you know. So <laughs> it's yeah, he he was involved, but 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 the you know, like in general, some roads had started be, to be gone earlier. So it wasn't like his idea, but but he's the one who kind of he really expanded it. He really expanded it into what it became, right? Um, and it was the uh, world's first limited access high speed road network. Which what that means is. It, it was the limited access, meaning it's purely for cars. Like no, you know, because back, you know, back, back in the day, roads, you know, you could have chickens, you could have people walking, you know, bicycles and cars going at little like horse-drawn sweat, buggies yeah. and carriages. Yeah, everything's going really rather relatively slow. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, the, the world's first work. Okay, this is a highway only for cars. Everything else is banned. That's why it's called limited access. Limited meaning you can't walk on it. So, right. Um, and, you know, one of the first road systems where it's really meant from getting from, you know, A to B over a large distance quickly. With a car. With a car. Right. And uh, what's interesting about that, some other little fun facts, is that the um, they, they always have like a number and a letter on them. So and the letter's always A. It's from, always from, A. Yeah. For Autobahn, For I'm Autobahn, assuming. yeah. Or for, ah, we're going fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So if they're labeled, yes. <laughs> if they're labeled a single digit number, such as A three. Sorry, I just I got an image of some like government official like giving the presentation, and he's like, and then you'll be driving on the ah uh, drive. <laughs> so a single digit uh, A number, so like A three, for example, are highways that cross all of Germany, um, and any double digits as A ten are shorter regional highways. They go between two major cities. Uh, so, so anything that's a smaller number, single digit, I mean, that's like one of the the main highways, and and the, the sh- and the shorter ones are are like uh, ten and above. Right. Think yeah. of like uh, I ninety five on the east coast of the United States. It goes from right. Maine to Florida, mm. and then you have like around the two ninety five, which is only Rhode Island highway. Right. Okay. Gotcha. I think. It yeah. Could go Connecticut. I don't know. Um. Yeah. All east west highways are even numbers, and all north south highways. Are outnumbered. So that's such help if, if you're driving and maybe you get lost and maybe you're turning on to the to the A3 and you're like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be going east to west, but now I'm going, but odd what, number. That's that's south and north south. Whoops, what what you if know. you're trying to go like southwest? Well, then that's then that's what you use our aforementioned you know phones and Google Maps and all that for MapQuest. I'm just saying as like a really last resort. Yeah. The, the, you know the odds and evens. It, it can help you. It can, you know? it can be helpful. And I know I want. Cause I didn't know this either when I when I first moved here, but not every autobahn is drive as fast as you want. Yeah, it's, it's not the it's not all of Germany. You get on the highway and you just and go go, go no. as fast as you as it, you can. It, it's really not everywhere. Uh, it's roughly I think it's around seventy percent have no speed limit, which mm. is still you know a significant amount. Um, but a lot of times when you're going like around the cities, they have hundred kilometers an hour. One yeah, yeah, like any like urban areas, like it's usually like. The the like as you're entering the outskirts of a city for like 10, 15 minutes outside the city on, you know, like when you're entering and then leaving the city again. Right. Um, it slows down construction zones. It slows down. Now, uh, from 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 my experience, you're, you're never going to have like three hours straight where you're driving as fast as you want because. You know, Germans love to maintain their roads, and so you hit a lot of construction That's zones. True. There is a decent amount of construction. And, and so, like driving on the autobahn, it's really like a twenty-minute stretch, no speed limits. Then oh, a speed limit for like a little bit, and then another twenty, thirty-minute stretch. Oh, and then ten minutes of you know, like like it, you never get like hours and hours going as fast as you possibly can. What I find really cute when you're driving um, through a construction zone, 
sometimes have these little smiley face signs on the side of the road and it'd be like a red sad face and it's like you still have to go slow and it's kind of like sorry still 30 kilometers so it's over yeah and it was like 15 kilometers left till the end of like a, a yellow like meh face and then you're at the end of the construction zone have a, a green smiley face yeah <laughs> I, I think it's super cute it's like, it yeah. says nothing it just says just little faces because it's, it's like the the highways empathizing with you it's like we're we're sorry we're we're we have to do that. We, we don't want to do it. We don't, we don't want to do this to you, but we, we have to. I'm sorry. We have to. Yeah. And don't worry because, the, you know, the 30%, the, the, the sections of the um, Autobahn that um, do have speed limits, the speed limit on average is usually 130 kilometers an hour, which is 81 miles per hour. So even, even the areas that have uh, signage where, you know, where you have to, you know, do a speed limit, you're going pretty fast still. Like, oh, uh, for sure. That's on average a little bit fast because in, in the U.S. It, it, it goes between on average 65 and 75 miles per hour so 81 miles per hour it's, it's on the higher end that's, that's pretty fast for sure i mean in, in rhode island our uh all of our highway speed limits 55 miles an hour it's extremely slow Ooh, i can't drive 55 <laughs> remember that song I know. um uh, uh, but you know in, interesting uh story because people just think of just the autobahn being speedless montana up until 20 years ago also had no speed limit. Really? Yeah, during the day. At night, you had to drive a speed limit, but during the day... The whole state? Didn't have a speed... The highway system didn't have a speed limit. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I remember driving up there in 1997, and when we crossed the border, there was a sign like, hey, no speed limit. And my dad was like, oh, yeah, I heard Montana, no speed limit. But they... Um, I think it was about 20 years ago they, they, ended, they ended that, yeah. Yeah, I think Germany's the only country in the world that has no... Actually, I, it, I know it's... No, I don't know. I'm 90% sure that Germany's the only country in the world that has a highway system with no speed limits. And I know some politicians want to get rid of it, especially the Green Party. They've been talking about it a lot. Bad yeah. for the environment and... Um, but yeah. it's, it's, it's such an integral part of Germany and its culture. And it's also... I hate to bring it up, but you know, like... A big thing for any country's economy is tourism, and it's what's one yeah. of the biggest draws of being tourists is that they can come here and drive 200 miles per hour or whatever. So, like getting rid of it, I, I get it. You know, you burn you burn more gas the faster you drive, um, and so you're putting out more pollution. But it's just like it would just it's like ripping you know I don't know the a major organ out of the German body. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's true. Um, I mean, I understand both arguments. If it does go away, I'm not going to be heartbroken. I mean, I don't drive that often on the highway anyways. Neither I prefer I prefer trains. <laughs> anyway. I don't own a car. I don't have a license here. I prefer taking trains anyways. But, um, you know, we, me and my girlfriend do drive fairly often like to her parents' place. But we can also take a train as well. It's not a big deal. And it's better for the environment as well. Yeah, but it's helpful, like, unless you go on for Christmas, you're bringing back all those Christmas presents and stuff, True. like, to have that car, and also to leave anytime you want. You know, your other parents maybe decide you want to stay an extra day. There's not, like, a train ticket you have to change, and now all this kind of crap and blah, blah, blah. You that's know? true. I mean, the convenience The, the flexibility, there. the convenience. We all sure. know why people love cars, and that, and that's it. Yeah. Um, a little few of tidbits. Uh, there's no toll road, toll roads in Germany, so that's nice. You know what? I honestly lived, growing up in the West Coast, in the U.S., I never really experienced toll roads at all. It wasn't until I took a cross-country road trip and I started getting to the East Coast into your neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. And so I think every, I had to pay to drive like every highway. And I'm like, what is this crap? In California, you have to pay to drive any highway. It's like, it's I, wild. I think like a few bridges have tolls, but in general, it's like on the, there, hi, on the highway, you're just going. Like, what, what, is, what is this? Man. There's one toll in, in Rhode Island to go to uh, Newport, which is a really fancy island with all the mansions and stuff. And it used to be, I don't know what it is now, but it used to be, I think, like $8 each way or something like that. Dear Lord. We, we, do that, we do it every day for work. That adds I mean, up, I, think, I think you have an easy pass. It's like 
cheaper, like three or four dollars, but still incredibly expensive to go over a freaking bridge. So even it's three dollars a day, and you're going like every. I mean, that's still what is that? Like still around sixty bucks a month. Yeah, all, all year round. You know, plus your gas and whatever else for cars cost. Yeah, so I not nice. No, I, yeah, so no toll roads. That sounds good to me. Now, now, some of you might be wanting to come to Germany, so we're gonna give you a little some information just to like to keep you know to. I mean, I'd also recommend also if you're ever planning on ger- driving on German roads, do your research. Obviously, the signage is different and things are different. The so signage just, is very different. But we're, true. we're gonna go down the the main differences for all of you that are new to this stuff. Now, um, the sign that you're gonna love, the sign that when you see it, it'll bring a tear to your to your eye will be the unlimited speed sign. That's what everyone wants to see right that's now. That's what you want to see, yeah. That's, now, that, that, that's why you're here. Yeah. That's why everyone's in now, the it'll be, it'll be, it's a circular, white. it's a white circle with, I think, five black parallel lines going diagonal, but diagonally at a 45 degree angle across this white circle. Yeah. And that just means that is the end of all restrictions. Like, Go. Yeah, that is the, there is literally nothing, I mean, there's stuff you need to follow, but like, is our heads that's that's what we think this is the end end of all laws this is just do, do what you want to do you know kind of, it's not, not true yeah it's not true at all but that's kind of the feeling you get where because it's just yeah because you know it means end of restrictions and you're like oh boy here we go exactly and then you'll see like another one coming up would be like 100 and it means 100 kilometers an hour then you gotta slow down and then it might go away again and then i might come back you know sometimes it's not like like i've been on a few roads where it's unlimited for like a while and then it goes down a bit I think it was up against probably you're probably near a town or something. Exactly, and the speed the speed signs here, um, it's also a circle with a red border, and then the 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 speed limit, will, you know, the number will be on the inside. So and they're not that big. No, like they're not that noticeable. Like in the U.S., we're kind of used to like these really huge kind of rectangles. Yeah, like they're usually like white with a little black border, and but here they're white. A red border, which can maybe throw you off because they're circular. Yeah, because you think, oh, red means bad. You know, don't don't bad. do. Um, but anyways, those speed limits those are bad. Are, those are the speed limits. So look yeah. out for those. Uh, they're also way more strict. With um, I know it's I know it's I know it's technically a rule in highways in the states, but, but, but it's not in my experience. I don't think it's an enforceable rule because I don't know if it is or not. I, I think it's not because it's never. I've never heard of it being enforced. Is it, is it more like the pirates' code? It's like a I, I think it's guideline. It's, it's a yeah. It's a guy. I don't think it's it's not a law because if it were a law, I mean then everybody would be getting a ticket all day long. What I'm talking about is uh, passing on the left lane. And so in Germany, uh, when you're driving an autobahn, the left lane is only for passing. So the car in front of you, you go on the left, you pass. So you know what someone else above you, been more, you can stand the left lane, pass, pass, pass. But then once you see no one in front, you go back to the right, you go back to the right lane. So the other cars who want to go faster can pass you. Yeah, you cannot cruise in that lane at all. You, you can't cruise in it. No. And it's it works. I mean... I, I like again, like, like I said, I've never driven on the autobahn, but I've been on it many a time, and it does seem that it works really, really well. People seem to get it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, the only thing annoying you could say about it is it gives you a lot more work because, like, what happens is basically you're driving, you're in the right lane, slow car in front of you, pull to the left. And then like five seconds later, you pull back to the right. And then 10 seconds later, oh, another card for you. Pull back to the left, pull to the right. right. So it's a constant, you're constantly pulling to the left, pulling to the right, pulling because you can't stay in that left lane. It's, you really just have to, it's just for you executing that pass. Unless and then, you're then like going back. like 250 kilometers an hour or something like that. But even then. So you, you're you, passing everybody. No, but even then you can't, you can't just stay in the left lane for, for an hour. Like, like it's, it's, it's still, even for you, True. the law still applies. It is a passing lane. True. You cannot hang out there. Like, and, uh, but, but I guess also going back, back and forth is, can be a good thing too. So it keeps you a bit more awake when you're driving as well. True. You're, yeah. yeah. It's not monotonous. 
monotonous. You know, keeps you keeps you alert. Keeps yeah. you on the toes. Yeah, but but you know, I know in the U.S., especially people going on road trips, they that like to throw in that cruise control and literally just park in that lane and right. you just. You literally do nothing for ages because because the, the you know but especially in the middle of the states like there's barely any turns so like you're just like moving your steering wheel like a centimeter you know what I mean like well, especially like, nowadays with, the, with these uh, self driving cars you just yeah. chill well not of all of us are rich like that so some That's of us got to do our own driving so yeah you know um, um, there's also lots of speed cameras so keep that in mind too yeah a lot more than the U S like they are uh, a plenty I think that's a, that's the a primary way to get speeders is the speed cameras. Yeah, and 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 you, you might drive around and say like, oh, there's no highway patrol, but like most of the German highway patrol from from what I've seen and discussed with other people is um, in unmarked cars. So like they're not actually, you know, it'll just be like a standard looking black Mercedes. And what they do is when they see you're speeding, they'll go a little bit ahead of you. They'll put, actually put their arm out the window with a paddle. Like That's a, so wild. It looks like a ping pong paddle and it'll actually have a red light kind of blinking in the middle. And around it, it says polizei. And basically, that says, like, okay, pull over. What if they drop it? Uh, well, Sounds dangerous. Don't. Sounds super uh, dangerous. Yeah, so so I, I know that that happens. So say you're driving and you're like, oh, I haven't seen police in a while. You might have been, you might have actually seen police and just not known it. True. So uh, watch out for that. And then when, when the speed camera gets you, it uh, takes a picture of you and your license plate. And then you get a little thing in the mail with your fine and your picture. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's just so you can't be like, oh, no, my brother Dave was driving. And they'll be like, nope, that's right, yeah. that's you right there. But it's really funny when you see those pictures because everyone looks super miserable <laughs> when they're driving by themselves. Uh, and, and a few more things just to mention to you because it does sound dangerous. In terms of safety, there are statistically less deaths per capita uh, based on car crashes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's... it's than the U.S. Yeah, there's less deaths per every 100,000 people. than the, So we're not saying... Just less death in general, because then you could be like, oh, well, the U.S. has more people. So, of course, it's like, right. no, but like it's, it's per every hundred thousand people. There's actually less fatalities in Germany. So you might think, oh, but if you can drive insane speeds, that should be super dangerous. But there's actually less people dying in Germany than there are in the U.S. So. And also Germans like they know how to drive. I mean, the driving yeah. school is difficult. Yeah, we've mentioned that. Like one of the yeah. reasons why driving school here is so expensive and it takes so long is because because they are giving you the ability to drive on the Autobahn and drive any speed you want. And so they want you to be able to, you know, handle that car. Exactly. And one of the other reasons you, it is easier to handle is because the German Autobahn, um, it, it is banked for these speeds. And also the, the roadway is kept like pristine. Man, these German. roads are incredible. Right. Remember last episode, we talked about, uh, you know, the bike lanes in the middle of the woods that are pristine right. yeah. and the Autobahn is no, it's the same thing. Like they're, so 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 nice it's unbelievable and that's why it's there's always construction because the second there's a pothole the to crack si the size of a dime <laughs> they fix it you know what i mean like it is like because again at insane speeds a tiny pothole could ruin your car and cause an accident you if, know? if you crash going you know 250 kilometers an hour it's, it's not going to be a good day for you yeah and one of the reasons why the the road here actually um lasts longer than the u.s is because on average the german autobahn is 27 to 35 inches thick, whereas the U.S. roadway is only 11 inches thick. So that's huge. So the highways in Germany are actually three times as thick. So that way they last longer. They're yeah. more. They're, they're less in, and they're, they're and I know they're less impenetrable to water. That, that like almost all the roadways are slightly banked at at least like a two degree angle. So yep. that way water washes off of them easier. Um, also on turns, yeah. they're banked a little bit more as well. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I gotta imagine as well uh, during winter, they're not you know 
breaking as much breaking up as much because you're further away from like the ground ground exactly like they're much thicker and robust so they just last longer you know pretty than cool. they do in the u.s and of course that's gonna um cost you more so you know there, there's a reason why in the u.s you know we do it at a certain depth because it it costs doing something three times as thick costs three times as much right so right. It's, it's not just it's like, way cheaper just repair it every you know 10 years when you feel like it just let no, the but, potholes be no, there also if if again if people aren't allowed to do insane speeds there's you also there's there a point to doing it three times as thick not True. really so i mean rhode island roads are are notorious for being just terrible just like a 14 year old's face full of acne just like <laughs> Full of craters, exactly. just potholed. Honestly, it's it's so bad. Uh, another interesting thing is, uh, so when an ambulance comes, uh, a lot of times the cars move to the sides. So if you're left lane, you go to the left side, right and right side, and an ambulance goes through the middle. Yeah, in the U.S. is like everybody pulls over to the right side, and then the ambulance goes around. But here, yeah, you it spreads like the Red Sea here, and they go just right down the it's middle, pretty cool. like, like Moses kind of. With them. I've, I've seen it happen a few times. It's, it's pretty wild. Everyone does it. Everyone follows those rules. That's the thing. Everyone follows the rules. Like everybody, it's wild. Well, again, it's like I think that that training you get is just driven into your head, and also yeah. like I, mean, I know in Germany, it's like if you screw up, then your license is gone. You're like, oh, now I got to spend another god knows how much money to get this thing back. True, so, true. Uh, Take it seriously, which so, is good. Driving, yeah. driving is uh, driving is dangerous. It's really dangerous. Yeah, and actually, that's a funny thing because uh, I know up until yeah, danger is funny. <laughs> no, no, like it's just because Germans take driving so seriously. Yeah. So up until like 20, 30 years ago. Most German cars were not even built with cup holders, which sounds crazy to anyone else, especially an American, because like yeah. we have this like drive-through culture, going, getting food, drinking on the go, whatever. Um, and I know like Mercedes-Benz didn't even sell cars in the U.S. with cup holders until like the early mid '90s. Like, That's crazy. Like, like that. Like what's that? Like entry-level Mercedes, like the C-Class. C-Class, yeah. I think it was like early mid '90s. Even in the U.S., that finally they're like. Oh God, they want a couple orders. Okay, fine. And like, they started doing it, you know, because but before that, like Germans laughed at the idea of cup holders. Cause like, why would you be drinking? Why would you be doing anything else other than driving? You know what I mean? Like if you need to drink, stop and then drink, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I remember my dad's first new car that he bought back in 1993 was a Volvo Swedish, not hmm. German, but, uh, he's like, I need a couple. He's like, it doesn't come with them. He's like, I'm, I will buy this car new. If you give me cup holders, and, like they found a way to give him cup holders. <laughs> Probably those like I, I remember you could buy those like ones that kind of like hooked onto like the your like windowsill you know like the like the where, like oh. your window goes like I remember we had those as kids yeah. like because our car only had like one so you like did these things that like plastic things to hook onto your windows no he had this kind that uh, it was in a center console and you pulled it out and it was like a like a thin sheet of metal with two holes in it and like a little bench would swing down. Oh, nice. It was really cool. But it was like a custom thing they put in or what? I, I think they had a special order or something. Like it was like a brand new thing for Volvo at the time, I guess. Oh, they're like, oh, you're one of those. Okay. But I've been to my buddy's BMW. Uh, it's not that old. I think it's like a late 2000s model. And he had a couple of those in his. So I yeah. know it's still not standard, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I, they definitely like offer it now. But but I, I know like they, they have, like in the US, you buy a, a car, it comes with like 80 cup holders. and But like in, um, in Germany, even if it offers cup holders, it's like you get like one or, or, or they do their best to really hide them. You know, they're the kind of thing that like slides out or, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like here's your cup holder. Yeah. And they're definitely not equipped to handle, uh, American cups. No, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. They're too big. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, like, uh, you know, uh, so, so you, you, you mentioned that you have not driven on the Autobahn yourself. I mean, or sorry, 
you have you have driven, but you were not behind the wheel. It's right, right. I've been in Altobahn many times, but not behind the wheel. Uh, you know, going back and forth to my girlfriend's parents' place, driving to different cities, wherever. But um, one of the coolest stories I had was when my sister and brother in law came to visit. So my brother in law, he's a big car guy, big um, gearhead. Yeah, uh, and he has raced cars a few times, like drag racing. He has a Mustang with like eight hundred horsepower. Yeah. I think he's a real you know car guy. And so they came to visit Berlin and I was like, you're here. We have to rent a car and go on the Autobahn because, you know, you can't do this anywhere else in the States or in the world, really. And I'm like, yeah, cool. So we went to a rental place. We got an Audi S3. Like, what's the fastest car you have to rent for the next? S3 is nice. Yeah, Really nice. We asked, what's the fastest car you have for the next like three, four hours? And that's that's what they gave us. Uh, So we decided to drive to Potsdam. Uh, But unfortunately, on the way down to Potsdam, there's no unlimited uh, you're still in so urban close. areas, exactly. Yeah. It's so close. Yeah. So we took a little detour and just kind of went somewhere west, just drove a bit until we found a highway that was without speed limit. And I was in the back seat with my girlfriend. My sister's in the front with my brother-in-law. You know, he's going, going 100, 120, 150 kilometers yeah. an hour, 160, 200. And I was like, all right, that's pretty fast. 220, 240, went up to 265 kilometers an hour, which is 165 miles per hour. Yeah. And, you know, the Autobahn doesn't turn very often, but it has, you know, little, little bits of turns here and there. Yeah. And every time we did it, like, I feel like my face, like, slapped <laughs> against, the, against the window, and I was sweating bullets. Like, it was really, really scary. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I trusted him. I was like, if anyone can do this, I'm going to trust you doing this because you're a, you're, you're a real driver. Um, but yeah, so we went 265. I don't recommend anybody takes the story and is like, I'm going to do that too. Don't. If you have experience driving cars that fast, maybe. Yeah. Like, so, but I it mean, was, it was definitely, it was an experience. Because yeah, I mean, everything at that, at those speeds changes, like, the, like your reaction also, like the, the amount that you jerk the wheel, what kind of effect it, it does as well. And it just, yeah, it just feels like the fastest I've gone on the Autobahn was 250, I think. So just below oh, yeah, where okay. you guys were, but I was driving and even, Oh, if, you were driving. Yeah, I was driving. Yeah. Uh, because I want to, you know, because Autobahn, so I want to check it out, you know, to see what, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's, it's terrifying. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, but also it's, you kind of don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like once you do it, I, I think I did it for a little bit, but then eventually kind of just you know, gotten the right light and kind of did a more, you know, reasonable speed. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, but you kind of, you, you, you realize like the kind of responsibility of it, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like, well, my life is in my hands. I mean, you're, when driving your life, oh, you're always in your hands, but at those speeds, it's like, you're like, wow, if I hit a pebble, I feel like the car's going to flip, even though it wouldn't, but like you, 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 you really, you're really feeling it. You're just seeing like the blur out the sides of your windows. Um, yeah, just a pure and, blur. Yeah. And, and, and then your passing cars are going probably like 150. You're going a pretty fast, you know, decent speed. <laughs> yeah. And you're passing like they're standing still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, why are you going so slow? But then you're like, oh, actually, you're going faster than like the fast cars in the U.S. And, are, you know. So yeah. when, when you're driving that fast, you like mega hyper focused. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like you're, you're not like. 10 and 2. You're not like, you know singing to the Backstreet Boys, like just, <laughs> just chilling, you know, they're like, you're like, you're, you're, yeah, you're like, you've, you've got both your hands on the wheel. You're really like kind of laser focused and um, just making really small corrections, but it, it's fine. Like I, uh, yeah, I, I used to do stupid things with cars back in the States. So like, it wasn't my first time driving fast. So, uh, <laughs> um, so I had a little bit of experience with that. Nice. Um, but, but, but like one, one of the things, um, things, and guys, you think that's fast, like something that you will, ex- and this is a, say, a safety tip. What, what will happen is like, 
you know, you're about to pass somebody. So you'll look in the left lane and you'll look back for miles, miles and miles. There's nothing. So you pull over into the left lane just to pass this guy. And in the three seconds that you've just merged into that lane, then you look in your rear mirror and suddenly there'll be like a Porsche or a BMW or something coming up on your ass doing insane <laughs> speed, like something that you just, you didn't even know was there. And in a few seconds, it, tra- it, it traveled these two miles and you're like, Oh my God. And, and it's having to slide. It's flashing. It's light. Like get the frick out of the way. And, and you're doing like, you know, 120 miles per hour or something like that. And it's like, move, move. And then you get the way it's, and, 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 and like you said, like where those people are staying still, when you're one of those people and you, and you're doing 120 miles per hour and you see somebody go, like a blur, yeah. you're like, oh my God, what speed was that guy going? Yeah, it's Jesus. A, it's always, I've noticed that some of the fastest cars that I've seen are usually Porsches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's usually Porsches. And, um, but you see, you also see just a lot of standard like BMW 5 Series and stuff and Mercedes, you know, where people are just like, whew, like just. It's incredible. Just flying through. So, so anyways, like always, you you really get are watching your rearview mirror a lot more than you are. Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, and it's because like you might look and oh, I'm all clear, but a second later, nope, there's that guy coming up on your butt. So exactly, you, you really got to watch out. And what what's interesting uh, when you're leaving Berlin and you're kind of going heading in the southern direction, um, or any direction, is any direction? I think it's southern. I don't know. No, because in any 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 at any point, if you're leaving the former West Berlin, you'd be true. Hitting, yeah. And there, there's this like you'll 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 pass the old uh, gates where they used to check to make sure that you know you're Eastern or whatever. Yeah, from East Germany to West Germany. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and they're, they're still there, just sitting. They're there, still yeah. there, just yeah. chilling. And also, you'll you might notice if you're if you if you're ever driving out that uh, I forget what highway it is, but it's going south, and you'll see like kind of stadium seating next to the autobahn. Yeah, it's it's just past the um, Mesa Nord, yes, like that yes. area. And you'll be like, I don't know why that's there. And actually, used to be that part of the Altamont used to be a racetrack. I don't know when, but back in the day, and they yeah. kept the stadium there, or like the stands there, which is pretty cool. I think F one. I'm assuming F one racing. No, this was like the 30s. It was like before F anything. Like, F3 racing? Yeah, no, like, like, <laughs> like when you see like those classic uh, pictures from the 30s of people driving those like tiny, like Mercedes Benz kind of like, like silver bullet type cars. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, that's what, but yeah, it's weird because like the this, this stadium seating is sitting there like as if people are just watching people driving down the highway and you're like, yeah. what is that? But yeah, like that section of it used to be part of a racetrack. But then it kind of merged into the rest just, of the highway. Just super cool. But I, I think that I think the stadium uh, seating has been it's like a historical landmark. That's why it's still there because they can't get rid of it because it's, it's like you know. So, so I, I'd love to made. stop and just explore it sometime. Yeah, same. I, I've I've never really walked around it, but I've driven by it a few a few times. Yeah, um, and it's really cool. It's looking area that that the whole the whole gates with the state. Like, it's, it's just a cool looking building, cool architecture, weird colors. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a cool way to be like. All right, now we're leaving Berlin. You know, that's how you know, like, all right, we're out of here. Yeah, yeah. I think they were called the Silver Arrow. I think they were called as Mercedes-Benz back then. But uh, anyways. Um, no idea. Um, oh, interesting factoid. You were talking about um, Audis earlier. Uh, if You know, if you look at the Audi, its emblems are, are four rings. Right. Because Audi stands for the auto union. The It was the union of four car companies that came together. And that's what it stands for. That's why there's four rings. It was like four different little little German car companies in the 20s or 30s that came together, and it's called the Auto Union because they you they, you know came together and that became Audi. I mean, it's funny actually. The which actually makes sense. The, the all the a lot of the German car companies are named just very boring, like BM, BMW or BMW in German is Bayerische um, Motorwerk. Mm-hmm. So it's like Bavarian Motorworks. Yeah, Bavarian Motorworks. Like ooh, fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
uh, Audi also like that. And like Volkswagen is like the people's car. Right. You know, Which also fortunately connected that elephant in the room as well. But, you know. <laughs> but it's just interesting that a lot of the names are just like very pragmatic names. But aren't they all? I mean, Porsche's named after the last name of the guy, and so is Ford. That's his name. Ford. It's not pragmatic, though. It's like a name. That makes sense. Yeah, but. Like a prime is like, we are the Irish auto fab company. Cool. Mm. You know what I mean? I guess. Skoda's also German. I don't know what Skoda means, though. Skoda's German? Isn't it? Yeah. Is it? It's on my, it's on my uh, Volkswagen. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so is fucking, uh, what's it called? Lamborghini. Uh, no, what's what's the one that makes the, the Veyron? Um, Bugatti. Bugatti, yeah. No, it's BMW. Pretty sure it's Volkswagen. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll check after this. I don't, I don't care Somebody's enough. screaming at us right now. But. Yeah, we, we got to move on. Uh, when, when you're road tripping, so, you know, that was a lot of Autobahn uh, facts. Because <laughs> when you're road tripping, you will be driving on the Autobahn most likely. Uh, <laughs> Unless you just like, take the scenic route and take like days to get somewhere. Yeah, it should which, take you a which, few hours. To be fair, I do when I do a lot of road trips. Uh, but usually not in Germany, usually through other countries. I take the scenic route. But if you're road tripping to Germany, you want to go on the Autobahn. You want to have that experience. And Germany's the biggest uh, country in the EU, so you know it's, it, it takes a little while to get places. But the one thing you're going to be doing on every road trip, no matter where you are, is go to the rest stops, right? You got to pee, you got to take a number two, you want to get some food, whatever, you want to shower, whatever or just, you want to do. Give yourself a breather, relax, a breather, you know? yeah. charge your car. You know, it's modern age. You want to charge your car. Uh, and the rest stops in Germany are uh, really nice. They're like not really dumpy. No, yeah, yeah, they're 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 pretty good, and I think we've mentioned before they they all have that kind of like a chain of clean bathrooms, you know, sandy fair that charge you fifty cents. But then when, as you're leaving, they give you a little like piece of paper that gets you fifty cents off of anything. A little at coupon that, at that gas station or participating gas stations, you know, uh, only participating gas stations. Yeah, but but, but I still think uh, U.S. Rest stops have Germany beat hands down because U.S. rest stops are are like cities on onto themselves like they're huge. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that more out west, out east is a bit different. A lot of times, just like a little dumpy gas station. But uh, in, here in Germany, you have a lot of um, uh, they have like usually McDonald's or Burger King, whatever the gas station where in the gas station a lot of times they'll have like. Uh, some sausages or like actually some decent sandwiches you can get mm. if you're hungry. And then some stay, some uh, rest areas, like the bigger ones, have like a whole cafeteria with a hot food and you know, fried chicken, mashed potatoes or schnitzel, whatever you want. Hot food, cafeteria, get like a beer or whatever. Um, and a lot of have a tiny uh, little casino in them too. Like, it, with like three machines. Oh, always always. Gotta, <laughs> I mean, if you're in Germany, you got to have a little bit of a little slots here or there. <laughs> It's everywhere. <laughs> Isn't it so weird? Like it is so in weird. Berlin, it's like every street corner has a little tiny casino. It's 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 bizarre. We, I think we actually we never talked about that. That's a shuffle idea. Right That's a shuffle idea. Well, we just shuffled it in. So oh no, there's more we could talk about. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, the re- the rest stops are generally uh, usually pretty clean. Have a lot of things you need, and a lot of them have showers as well. So that's kind of nice. We're going on a really long road trip. Um, I wouldn't necessarily want to use one, but they do exist. Yeah, and then they're well spaced as well. So like well you're never going to never going to go that far without like a decent uh, uh rest stop. And of course, on the way if you need to pee, you're going to pass a million and one fast food places that you could just stop and pee as well. So like, you know, if, True. if it's an emergency, the, you know. the, the, the the signage on the autobahn is very very uh, well done. There's a lot of good signage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's pretty clear and you know, everyone everyone's going to laugh when they see the word uh, Ausfahrt everywhere, which just <laughs> Doesn't mean fart. It's a, it means exit. You know, like so. If you see the word ausfart, a fart is a type of exit. It just means that's that's the exit. So, uh, but yeah, you are you are the fart exiting the autobahn. <laughs> yeah, 
instead uh, of a bum. But yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I've I've been on a few road trips in in Germany. I've driven a few times. I, I once because um, I was working in Munich. Yeah. And uh, when that job ended, it was time to go back up to Berlin and, and go up to Berlin. But instead of flying, the company just they said, "Oh, here, just rent a van," you know, like, and then you can take like because I'd brought my bike and stuff with me down there, so they just gave me a van. So I drove drove from Berlin to. Oh, sorry. From Munich to, to Berlin. So that was, that was a pretty decent one. That, that's like an eight hour drive straight through, right? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. far. And I got, <laughs> I got scared cause, uh, cause midway through like night fell, like it got dark. And, um, in about an hour, hour and a hour and a half outside of Berlin, I stopped at the gas station and then I noticed one of my taillights was out. Uh Oh, and I was like, Oh God. So I'm like, I'm brushing through and the van has no extra bulbs, nothing. The gas station isn't selling any bulbs. And I'm like, what do I do? You know, because this, this is a pullover offense, you know? And um, yeah. And so that was like some really scary uh, hour and a half because I'm like, please, no cops, please, no cops. And then, and then <laughs> there, there was twice when I'm driving on the Autobahn and I come across a cop who's in front of me, but going really slow. Just and stay then, behind him. Yeah. yeah. And I slowed down. I pulled over, got in the lane behind him. And then I'm like, oh God, this looks so suspicious. That but, does look yeah. very suspicious. Because <laughs> I was going to be left lane about the past. I'm like, ah, I'm going to stay back here actually. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, please, please, no, no, no. Uh, but anyways, I lucked out. And again, it wasn't my fault. I really pulled over and I, I searched for, for, uh, for another telelight bulb, but there, there was none. And it's like, Come on, it's like dark in the middle of nowhere. What am I do? Like you know, um, but anyways, I did that, and then I think uh, yeah, with my dad and my stepmom did uh, Berlin to uh, Bremen, Bremen area. Oh yeah, um, nice. Did that drive once? Uh, did with my dad Berlin to Poland, which was interesting because like, that it was yeah. almost like the second you cross into Poland, like the road looks like it's been. Uh, it is. I want to say that destroyed. Yeah. Uh, like the, like the quality of the road really like you can really notice the, the direct change once you get into Poland. Yeah, yeah I, I drove. I uh, did a road trip with my buddy to Krakow, in his. It was a really old Volkswagen that he tried to sell, but it was worth literally nothing. It was yeah. that old of a car. Uh, we drove that that little junker to uh, to Krakow. Nice. And it is interesting, right? Yeah, right when you pass that border, Germany's like, we're done here. Our out, our beautiful Altapan is, is, is finished, and then it just kind of goes from like super smooth sailing to like, oh. <laughs> all the things start falling off the dash. Because <laughs> you you will get spoiled by the kind of smooth smoothness and the beauty of yeah. of the German Altapan. No, I'm not saying oh, because there are plenty of roads in Berlin stuff that are complete pieces of crap. Sure. Like, I mean, but on the Autobahn, when you can do these crazy speeds, the roads are. Um, are like picturesque if, if you could describe and, a road that way you know and, and I'm, I'm not saying that you know poland's filled with terrible roads but there is a significant difference especially on that border there and, and they get a little bit better as you get closer into poland but i think they might just ignored like the outside of the country yeah i mean it's fine like you know different countries have you know different, different, different strengths different economies and yeah all this kind of stuff so it's uh, everybody's different everybody's different, different difference being different is amazing but yeah I, I had some definitely some good road trips in germany always in, enjoyed um them i can't really think of anything negative yeah. about road tripping through germany and, no, and, and, no, no, or, or any specific places because as somebody asked like oh what's the places to road trip to but there's so many great routes and so many places to road trip to and, and um, germany has so many fantastic cities and towns so i think anywhere you go is gonna be fine obviously the best place to road trip is through the alps down south i mean because you can't get in my opinion any more beautiful than that anywhere in the world i'm yeah. sure you can in some places in the world but yeah in but, europe maybe yeah but, but you know if you're a little skittish driving do you want to be driving in like 
on the edge of uh, you know a mountain going crisscrossing back and forth like it's totes worth it yeah no but i'm saying like if you're, if you're uh you know if you're not like a um, a confident driver you probably wouldn't want to do that. So. Not a confident driver, don't go on the autobahn generally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just chill in that right lane. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, like, um, I, so that's why I can't really say a specific place because it's, it's like it's all good. It's all, all good. Stuff, all good stuff to check out. Um, Germany has so many great places to visit. Just, just hop in that car, pick a pick a number on the highway, and head that direction. Yeah, and when I rented a car with my dad a couple years ago, I, just, I saw like. I, I, that German rental cars are actually relatively affordable. They're really cheap. Yeah, they are, they are relatively uh, affordable. And with a lot of new companies coming out now, so we used to always use, you know, Hertz or Eurocar or whatever. But now, you know, with um, some of these other startup companies where you can pick up a car on the road anywhere. With an app. Yeah, you don't have to meet an anybody. Yeah, you just literally, it's on the side of the road and you choose your app to unlock the car. They have yeah. gas cards in the car. You go wherever you want to go and then you pay a certain price. You return it back in the general area where you got the car parked on the street and bang, bam, boom, you're done. You'll deal with talking to people or going through a parking garage, which is always the worst in the city. Uh, and they, they work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And when I went with my dad, like, I think it was for like three days we got, I forgot the name of the car, but it was, it was like a, a Volkswagen SUV, but like mm. brand spanking new, you know, fancy Touareg. Yeah. Probably that one, the Touareg. Yeah. Uh, and for th- it was like three or four days we rented it, and it was like eighty euro total. Like, for, oh, that's like, it was very cheap. It was nothing. We got it from like the rental car place at um, Tegel, which is not an airport anymore. But like, uh, we, like we got we got it for insanely. I remember it was like, I, for everyone listening, don't expect eighty euros for forty. That's that's not the normal. This is also a few years ago, so uh, yeah. you know, economy, I think normally economies have changed for like three three to four days. Will be around like two hundred, I think, something like that. Yeah, like I don't 50 know. Fifty a day. I remember it being it was like eighty. Four euro, or whatever. That's ridiculous. Yeah, not including gas, of course. But um, but yeah, it was a really good deal. You know, sweet. Uh, so like the deals can be had. We also drove one time in a really uh, shitty. Uh, I think it was a Peugeot, uh, a little French car, and we oh, just you and your girlfriend or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was only like a two and a half hour drive, but like the steering was really muddy, um, and like on the autobahn, you you could feel like this car is not nice. And the best car we drove in Autobahn, I think, well, besides the S3, was the a, uh, a newer Volkswagen uh, Beetle. Mm. And really nice, thick tires, a good length, and it felt just super smooth in Autobahn, really responsive steering. And so, like, I think that going that fast down these highways, you can kind of really notice more the difference between, like, a really quality car and oh. kind of a more duty car. Oh, absolutely. Like, And, th- and there's a reason why, like if you had to list like the top 10 car brands in the world, like the majority of them are German. Yeah. It's because like their cars have to be built to withstand going these speeds comfortably on these. Yeah. Comfortably on this Autobahn. And so, um, I know there's certain, like I know my, um, my first car, it was like a Ford contour 95, or whatever. Nice. Like, Above eighty, the thing started shaking. Just like, but it's like, because it's just not built to handle. Like it's not because it was in bad condition. Like it was just like that car was just literally not built. And also, like the engines have to handle it too. You know, you you don't be revving at eight thousand RPM the whole time you're driving. Exactly. So if you drive the autobahn and your plan is to do like a speed fest, like make sure you rent a decent car. Like don't don't go rent like the bottom of the line car because you could could end up breaking that thing. It's not like spending a lot of money. Just like just like a decent car. Not nothing too expensive. No, no, no. But I'm just I'm just saying like don't get. Like, don't car. get the crappiest polo you can, you know, like yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's got like two cylinders in it. And, you know, <laughs> like, cause it's like, if you, if you try to do like 150 miles per hour in that, you're just going to destroy you, the engine. Yeah. Like a, like a, maybe a, like a three speed. Car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not not, not getting very far. 
But you know, I hope all of you uh, at some point have the chance to do a little road trip in Germany. You yeah. know, uh, get out here. Or and, Europe, man. Like it's great places to go to. It's fun. Yeah, just you know, when you come out here, just you know, again, do that quick research. Make sure you know all the local laws, so you're not getting pulled over every five seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Because American tourists are definitely going to be uh, prime uh, prime fishing for the uh, polizai <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, also prime fishing for a rating is this whiskey. Whoa. It worked. <laughs> Did it? Oh no. Hey everyone. Give me a scale of one to ten. How good was that transition? All right. What one last sip here so we can get a rating going on these. Oh, what are you drinking again, by the way? This is the Avers PX. Excellent. Let's P excellent. <laughs> Pretty excellent. It's kind of spicy. It's almost like it's not cinnamon, but it has like that spicy kind of like like a, a, a cinnamon would give, but it's not a cinnamon flavor. It does have a spice for sure, I, I, which I, I like. I gotta say, I like it. It's got a really nice burn. It's got that spice. Uh, it goes down pretty easy. This might be my favorite error so far. It might be. I can still taste it, you know, through my nose after a while, which is really nice. Yeah, and like it really hangs in there. It's it's a, it's a really it long, hangs your throat right there. Yeah, right? it's really going down slow. It's a long aftertaste, which. For a good whiskey, I don't want it going away quickly. I want to enjoy every sip. Because that's why you want to sip it then, because you can still enjoy it in between sips. Exactly. So I, I like it a lot. I'm going to go with an it's eight tasty. and a half. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I guess solid eight for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good, actually. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad it's like, it's really, it's one of the few whiskeys in a while that really kind of like punches you a little bit, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, Yo, I'm here, you know? So th thank you again, Marcus. Uh, I, I think we thanked you a million times. I don't even I don't even know if you're still listening, yeah, but no, if you and, are, thanks and, again. And, and, and this isn't the first time Marcus sent us a whiskey. He had done so before a couple months ago. Uh, and so he, he's, this is... This is a routine now. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, uh, what, what else can you say about somebody who not, has not only sent you whiskey, but has continued to send you whiskey? So thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's really, really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, for everybody else, hope you're doing well. And two, the two whiskeys you sent us were both amazing. That's true. They were amazing. The whistle pick and this were super tasty. Yeah. Like um, yeah. And yeah, I mean... Have we said enough? I mean, like somebody's taking time out of their day. They, they've poured this into a bottle. They sealed it. Everything they sent it to us. I mean, like, that's pretty nice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like we're, we're enjoying whiskey uh, for free. Uh, Something across the world. Yeah. Or no, he lives in Germany. But Oh, does he? Pretty sure. Oh. But anyways, sorry. I may be going off on a rant. But no, thank you, guys. Anybody who does that, that's, it's it's super sweet of you. And, and yeah. don't think that we just think of this as like an everyday occurrence. Like we're always stunned when the box shows up. It's, oh, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always uh, never expect. I mean, we never expect anyone to send us free anything. So it's it's amazing. And and, and also it's really helpful for, helpful for us as well. Helps us save some money so we can continue doing the podcast for later. Absolutely. Um, and again, get different whiskeys later. So uh, we really appreciate it. It helps the show. It helps us. And um, yeah, thank you so much, Marcus. It helps viewers like you. Like you. <laughs> so uh, again, everybody, thanks so much for listening. We hope this was helpful a little bit uh, or just at least interesting because I find the Autobahn fascinating. It's, it's a really weird, uh, like, why does it exist? It's just bizarre. Yeah. And you know, and as you know, like driving down the German countryside, like it's always really pretty. Just like Beautiful. nature everywhere. You, you know, like farmland, Germany's for you. <laughs> it's a lot of farmland. tons of farmland for you to look at. If yeah. you like the Windows XP default wallpaper, <laughs> go to Germany is for you. And you want it to move and be 3D? Wow. Wow. You can get a whole lot of that. You can. Uh, but yeah, uh, we, we hope, I really do hope you guys get a chance to... Come on down, if not to Germany, to somewhere in Europe. Do a road trip. Yeah, I, I, I've never done that, but um, I mean, you have. 
Well, through the Alps, but I'd love to do like a Germany-wide road trip. You know? yeah, or no, sorry, Europe-wide road trip. You know? I've done I've done a few through Europe, the Balkans, Greece, Germany, Alps. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. No, no, but not Europe-wide. Like you went and you did a road trip in Greece in one country. That's right. not Europe-wide. Yeah, well, all right, fair. I also drove in Crete, but that's not a true. Well, we did through the through the Balkans. That's four countries. We did four countries. But yeah, but Moscow. I'm talking about like. Italy to Netherlands to Latvia to that like like Europe wide like wide wide yeah yeah that'd be nice like really stretch it out okay you're stretching out this this, this outro here yes I am <laughs> but everybody uh, especially right now we hope everyone is really really staying safe and staying healthy and um, I hope you're not thirsty I hope everyone has is hydrated and is is doing well um, yeah from bottom of both of our hearts yeah. everyone please stay safe and uh, stay especially healthy right now absolutely. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Cheers.